Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Filmhouse. Uh, why is it special? It's, uh, that's for a couple of reasons. First off, this episode is brought to you by Lisa Mattress. Thank you, Lisa Mattress. Uh, second of all, the gang, uh, the gang, the colloquial gang, they are all in Austin working on a very secret project. I mean, they've they've talked about it endlessly it is, on the internet. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> uh, but so we decided to fly out a very special guest all the way from London, Mr. Raul Coley. Welcome, right. Raul. You made me self-drive. That's not even. You didn't yeah. even send an Uber. I well, had to drive over. That's a lie. Okay. Well, I'm going to expense the flight. So. <laughs> uh, also here with me today is Omar De Armas, Hello. Uh, resident Ewok, and Jacob Fullerton, resident Star Wars expert. Oh. <laughs> yeah, now, Raul, I, I uh, hear yes. you actually consider yourself somewhat of a Star Wars expert yourself. Is no, that true? absolutely not. I, I'm good at quoting The Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm. That he is. <laughs> why, is why is that the one movie? I think I, because I was 13 when it came out, and I think I had it on an illegal VCD, right? And I watched mm-hmm. it on my computer maybe every day. For oh, you can stand by those claims. Yeah, you're going to stand by those claims when after this episode, we're going to do an exclusive first competition pitting you and Jacob against each other, see who knows more about Star Wars. I spent most of the morning Googling Star Wars trivia questions. I learned a lot. Uh, Didn't you buy a game? I bought a Trivial Pursuit Saga Edition DVD. Turned out the DVDs were way too scratched. They did not work. Oh. Um, but there were some cards, but I knew almost all the questions. So it wasn't, I'm not even a pro. Anyways, the movie we're talking about today is Solo. Um, now, I want to know what did you guys. Did you have any expectations? Like, how have you felt about this, like, since Disney acquired it? Like, since, like, uh, you know, 7 and Rogue and 8. How did you guys feel about all those? What were your expectations for this movie? Let me hear your previewing thoughts. Jacob? Oh, already <laughs> then. All the eyes are on me, apparently. Well... I guess I was in the camp of somebody who generally enjoyed the Disney sequels, even though I consider myself very easy to please, and I just really like Star Wars in a like a unconditional kind of way. I guess <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't in- need to give back, um, but like uh, I kind of had this approach with Rogue One, where I didn't really think about it that much I knew it was coming out and I knew like it's like okay that's interesting it'll be something that stands on its own and then with Solo I kind of went with the same thing but was also kind of excited by it just not being too connected to the whole fight with the rebellion and the empire and stuff so yeah I think I went into it um, just kind of waiting to see how it was how about you Raul um I haven't been totally sold on the Disney era. Um, the Force Awakens, I enjoyed to a certain degree. I, I wasn't completely blown away by it, but um, Rogue One was probably my favorite of what's been out so far. Um, I, I do not like The Last Jedi. 
Uh, I didn't even enjoy it, and I've watched it a few times now, and and it hasn't improved with viewing. It got worse. Um, mm. I think, I think the standalones are they interest me more. The, the 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 stakes are not as high, I guess. When you have those, with, with the other saga, when they become chapters, and they are now part of that world. Um, I think they I view them slightly differently and maybe harsher. I don't know, but with the standalones, I, I go in with these with 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 no expectations because if it isn't good, it's easy to just brush aside. It's not part of that saga in that respect. So um, it's like I, I treat these standalones like the video games in the LucasArts uh, era, which is some of them are good, some of them are going to be crap. There's a whole bunch of them. Um, they're going to keep doing them until a couple stick. So uh, I had no expectations with Solo. In fact. I didn't want this movie. I oh, wanted, okay. I'm in that camp. I was like, he's a he's a, a, a favorite character of mine. I, I don't care about this story. I also enjoy not getting too much backstory from. So it's like if they go in 20 years from now, they decide well, let's do a Heath Ledger Joker movie, and let's uh, see yeah. what. Let's explain why he's the way he is rather than just be just exist. So I kind of wasn't too thrilled about this particular movie it's like han solo would have been just as good without this movie. without it didn't need yeah. it yeah how about you omar um my my whole thing with star wars is I, I really enjoy all that stuff but i'm not like i wasn't a child of star wars like a lot of people are especially people my age right like that was what they came up on and i just didn't have that for whatever reason i didn't i didn't gravitate toward that stuff as a child so now watching these movies i just enjoy them for sci-fi movies and and like uh the stories are usually kind of cheesy but kind of awesome and uh going into these movies like since since the disney thing right like all of the movies i still haven't seen last jedi <laughs> like i i just haven't watched it because it got Lucky. it got shit on so much i didn't care to see it and i haven't like made it a priority to go watch it but rogue one i really enjoyed uh what the you know episode seven what was it Force Awakens. The Force Awakens, I enjoyed. It was fine. This movie, I really enjoyed too. Like going in with with next to nothing uh, stakes for me makes these all really fun. And in like, I feel kind of free, you know, because mm -hmm. I'm not like tied down to that all that bullshit <laughs> that everyone else gets really hung up on. And it's I don't know. It's just it's whatever. It's fun. Mm -hmm. um, I myself uh, have basically been as ambivalent as can be with all these new movies because I was so disappointed with uh, how the prequels turned out even though they still kind of hold a special place in my heart because I was young enough that I was it was more just like a confused why is this happening than like a betrayal feeling um, but with these new movies I was so nervous to get excited that I just quelched all those feelings and I've just kind of sort of enjoyed them, but I, I don't love them like I do the older ones. Um, and so with this movie, I kind of just didn't didn't think about it up until about a week ago when I bought the tickets. Um, but something I have in here in my notes, uh, but that Dan also brought up in organic conversation, but I just want to clarify, I did have it in my notes, so <coughs> I did also independently have the thought. <laughs> um I'm just joking. I put it in after. Uh, but that the idea of the saga films versus the anthology films, because the saga films are continuing on. If people don't know this, this is actually the terminology that uh, Disney and LucasArts are using, that the saga films are the numbered ones, 
in these anthology films are like Rogue One and Solo and the the Boba Fett movie that's coming out in like seven years. Um, (laughs) They're standalone, so they're anthology. But I mean, I don't want to I don't want to like derail your train right now. But like this movie isn't standalone, right? It's not standalone. It's anthology. So it's not continuing the story of the numbered movies. Yeah, but there right, are still like, like threads all of in this there. Has, all of this has stuff that matters it's to still, the story. Yeah, Rogue One didn't matter. I mean, it did, though. It did. Rogue yeah, One, like, it, at Rogue the one end, is at the like end a it prequel up. to A New Hope. Yeah, 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 at the end it wraps in and stuff, but like none of those characters matter because they're all dead, right? <gasps> Spoilers! <gasps> like, well, but... I, mm, it's like they're adventure. In this movie, you have a bunch of characters that obviously you know are going to survive throughout the storylines and like all this other stuff. Like, there's a bunch of shit that happens that actually matters to what's going on. Yeah, but they they could have done anything. Like the the Kessler run that's in this movie. Uh, we're not going to do spoilers until later. <laughs> None we'll, of you we'll, are going to say anything. We'll Kessel. let you know. <laughs> what is it? Kessel. We tried to restrain ourselves. <laughs> we <laughs> <about> <laughs> <what> it <laughs> Um The Messel run, what is it? Kessel. Stop it. <laughs> um, that was a throwaway line, but they built, you know, a good chunk of the movie around it and they could have done it in any way. Um, don't and get I me think, started on those fucking dice as well. Oh, oh, yeah. doggy. Are, are those... Oh. Man, those are chance dice, right? Those are chance dice. That's what Watto used. Yeah. Those exist in the in the other movies. Like That's a that's part of Han lore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chewbacca knocks his head on them. Yeah. I think it's the first time you see They them literally in, don't in matter Rocking at all. 94. Yeah. They never cared, and then yeah. The Last Jedi made them care, and I was like, why the fuck are The Last Jedi making such a big deal? Oh, and then I realized why. Okay, I see how what you did there. <laughs> you put it you put it all up in this film. Um but yeah that's I mean that's just <clears throat> something that I'm kind of excited for the anthologies more than the saga films because the saga films are kind of on a train yeah. and they can't leave They're the kind track. of bogged down by what's gone on before and what needs to come after whereas these don't in Yeah, some or these anthology films are basically taking little bits and pieces that have been established and then fleshing those out. Yeah, and it's satisfying to get like one complete story in a film. Yeah. When you walk out like, yeah, oh, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's something absolutely. about being a part of a series or a trilogy is that you can't tell just a contained story. It has to tie into the things before and it has to lead into the things later. Uh, whereas this, all the things it led into was Han getting older. Yeah. Um, or did it? Guys. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Um, anyways, uh, so without spoiling it, <clears throat> without spoiling anything, we're gonna hold that till a little later. But I mean, we, we I feel like we kind of already have, but have we, we haven't spoiled nothing specific. There's nothing, a very okay. spoilery. I just yeah, had like, lurk in this. But movie. like, what did you guys think of the movie? First impressions. I really enjoyed this movie <clears throat> after my first viewing. So yeah. Okay. Thank you, Jacob. Roll. I'm gonna see it again. <laughs> I didn't want to enjoy it. And I really liked it. And I, I feel a bit sick and ashamed of myself. <laughs> I really liked it. It was a good film. I mean, these guys know exactly what they're doing. And and like going in, because because you're you've already been you're like your hands already been slapped a couple times, right? Mm-hmm. So you go in with no expectations. And then that's why this movie does well. And they know that. They know that like they're coming off of some sour notes and stuff. So they're like we're gonna get people. We're gonna we're gonna say all these little things and tie a couple things together and make it so it's like 
you know what? This was fun. This was fun. And I had a good I had a great time watching the movie because yeah, because you go in with no expectations and they do all of those little like you know, remember this stuff, remember that remember stuff. Berries, yeah, like yeah. all of that stuff in just the right way to get you going. And, and you know, fucking what's his name is a, is a genius director. There's a ton of like in a Star Wars movie, it's just kind of inherent, but it's like lots of just goofy moments and jokes and stuff. And like, sure, like we won't always be outwardly laughing. We'll kind of like exhale through our noses a little bit louder. But like, there's a lot of people in that theater just laughing at the movie. There was a stuff. there was a guy behind <laughs> us that laughed at everything. Um, <laughs> as you know, or as you should figure, Warwick Davis does make an appearance in this. And literally every time he appeared on screen, the guy went, (laughs) Can I I say something super polarizing? Yes. I find this really common with American audiences. Yep. I've not, the the laughing at everything and being overjoyed and and then vocalizing it in the movie theater is a new experience for me. Like, like literally people throwing, I saw someone when the credits came up and it went solo, a Star Wars story. I saw a dude three rows down go, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and I was like, oh my <laughs> God. Like you guys up. are so excited. <laughs> I feel like this is, <laughs> everything is funny and everything is, <laughs> <laughs> it's just new th- to me. Like that stuff has always existed out here. I, guess. I mean, like I've always had a, a little bit of that, but recently it's been turned up. Like people have- You mean the Trump like, era? <laughs> Maybe. Oh. I don't know. No, I was just trying to see what you meant. Is in what's, what's recent. Like, what, what's changed? Like, in the last, you know, five years or so, people have really, like, let loose. Like, oh, this is this is my chance to be that guy that everyone remembers from the movie theater. So I'm going to I'm gonna uh, do, like, oh. I'm going to have my commentary track. I'm going to do this. Like, it's more of performance. <laughs> so it's, the, it's a performance <laughs> in front of a lot of people as opposed to just a bunch of people. I don't know. I think the right. guy behind us just, like, did not have – there was no barrier between thoughts and action. Like, he was just, like, pure id. Um, yeah, I got kind of self-conscious because the dude next to me – the, the name Bosk was uttered in this movie, and that's just a, it's a bounty hunter in Empire Strikes Back. And the guy next to me repeated Bosk. <laughs> and John looked over it. I, th- I was like, I hope John I thought didn't. it was you. I, was, I thought that you did it. I was, I was like, you fucking you nerd. I was, I was like, John's going to think I said that. I don't want him to think that I uttered that in this theater. Uh, yeah. But I mean, just to uh, cap in the uh, expressing. Uh, in theaters thing. I actually, I, I thought everyone had a friend like this. I, I knew a kid named Dusty who, um, growing up, we'd go to see movies and I fucking hated it because he was one of those people that anytime he thought a joke was funny, he would repeat it back. He would turn to us in the theater and repeat the joke back like, did you just hear that? But just saying the line again, it was the worst. Um, I've always been lucky with the people I see films with. They're always on their best behavior. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, the only time I've been with someone who embarrassed me was we went to see The Scorpion King. Oh, oh God. <laughs> after school, and my mate, I was with my mates, and uh, the Attack of the Clones trailer played, and a girl in the few rows back went, oh, my God, it's Luke Skywalker. <laughs> And he turned around and went, actually, it's Anakin Skywalker, you fucking bitch. <laughs> and it was the most hostile. <laughs> and he's not oh even God. a Star Wars fan. I felt like he was doing it for me or something. And it was just like, Mo, chill, bro. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Jesus. Oh, man, that's great. Um, all right, we're going to take a quick uh, segue here to let you know that this episode is brought to you by Lisa Mattress. 
Uh, you know, I can tell you a lot about Leaf's mattress. I can tell you that it was designed to provide support and pressure relief to every part of the body, every body type. Uh, I can also tell you that you get a deeper rest than you're getting right now with your stupid mattress. Uh, and I can also tell you that over 300,000 people agree that uh, they're sleeping happy on their Lisa mattresses. But what I do want to tell you, I could have told you all those things. I'm not going to. What I'm really going to tell you is that Lisa Mattress has a program called the 110 program, and it is a mission to end bedlessness in America. Uh, I've talked about this before. Ten mattresses sold, one mattress donated. So every ten they sell, they donate one. They've donated over 26,000 mattresses to over 1,000 nonprofits, uh, 501c3s. I actually looked into this because I saw that in uh, the copy I was provided, and I was like, what does that mean? Uh, and they actually detail it all on their website. And it's basically they work with uh, nonprofits that – help people who are homeless transition back into uh, home S. Uh, I don't know the proper nomenclature, but you know, when people are providing housing for the homeless, they have to provide beds and stuff. And so basically uh, they work with them to provide those. Uh, and take it from me, I've slept in some pretty precarious locations. It sucks. Uh, I actually lived out of my truck for three months at one point in my life. Uh, and it was bad. If you've ever fallen asleep at someone's house after a party and woken up on the floor, imagine having to do that every day. Imagine having not having a place to sleep. That's crazy. So that's Lisa Mattress. They make a dope-ass mattress, but they're also a bigger company than that. They, they're doing some frigging good. Uh, so if you want to uh, get a bomb-ass mattress, get some deeper rest, and support a better world, Go to lisamattress.com. Go to lisa.com slash filmhouse to get $160 off any mattress. Doesn't matter if it's a small mattress, a big mattress, you'll get $160 off. Boom. Uh, that's lisa.com, L-E-E-S-A.com slash F-I-L-M-H-A-U-S for $60 off any mattress. God, spoiler warning. <laughs> It's a goal. <laughs> it's oh, a goal. wait. I have the soundboard up. Oh, yeah. You oh, turn wait. the speakers off. <laughs> oh, I turned the speakers off. Hold on. Let me just uh, pop this on real quick. This is for the trivia that's coming after the show. Remember to go to roosterteeth.com. Check that out. Oh, you could. <laughs> <laughs> that's the soundboard for trivia. Um, <laughs> now, spoiler warning. Han shot first, you guys. I heard the guy behind <laughs> us say it. Yeah, the guy behind us. Han shot first. He went. I heard him cream in his pants. He went. Han shot first. I know. I was like, what a wonderful moment. I'll enjoy the subtlety and nuance of it. And the guy behind us was like, Han shot first. Oh my god. <laughs> the yeah. subtlety of it. Yeah. There was no subtlety in it. Well, <laughs> if he turned it, there wasn't any subtlety in the scene that followed it. Yeah. Where they're like, hey. We're starting up a little thing. It's called a rebellion. You want to be a part of it? <laughs> okay, so who's like, that? No, no, I don't. She's like, maybe you'll have a change of heart someday. <laughs> who is that girl? Who's the? She was cool. I liked her. And is she nest. She, the character was. Does she mean anything later on? I think she's new. new as far I as I know. Yeah. yeah. 
Because it seemed like she was going to be like the catalyst of the rebellion or something. She had a cool yeah. helmet. I, I think the reveal was how young she was. Mm-hmm. Like we thought this was someone equal to. Well, she replaced her mother, right? Yeah, she replaced her mother. So did we see her mother first and her mother didn't survive that explosion? Is I thought, is that Oh, so. it looked like they And escaped. then she took over? Because they just kind of took off as soon as that thing dropped. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, for me, the whole time I was expecting like Woody Harrelson's counterpart. Yeah. So oh, when I, it was like I, a little kid, I was like, oh. I thought it was going to, oh, that's his daughter. Or something. That, I, I initially thought it was his daughter. Yeah, too. me too. Also, like, like that wh- kind of looks like Dandy Tandy. Dandy Tandy. Yeah, like is that Tandy Newton's kid? Maybe that like that was the idea they were going for. Maybe. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. That's what yeah. I thought, but I don't no. think it was. Um, so what were your guys' favorite parts? Like, um, does anything stand out? More. Yeah, that was Darth a surprise. Um, very, I guess that was a very Jacob, spoilery. Little tell me thing. what happens to Darth Maul. So in the in the prequels, he gets cut in half. Yeah, Obi-Wan, and it yeah. falls down, down the 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 shaft, right? That's it. Yeah, yeah. And That's, then he's in the cartoons. Yeah, Clone Wars. After that? Yeah, the Clone Wars. He appeared in what season four, season three? I think season four. He had spider legs. Yeah, he had spider like, legs. Yeah, yeah. he yeah, was obsessed legs. with Kenobi. Like he was obsessed with with what had happened to him. Um. And then he teams up with his brother, Savage. Yeah, which is spelled savage. Savage, yeah. Um, For more subtlety. Holy shit. Check that out. Did he have a big spider butt like that too? Yeah, he did. (laughs) He made it his own. And then they refined it, yeah. uh, It was like a whole thing. It was fantastic. It was a great um, addition to the Clone Wars. Sam Witwer is the uh, voice. And then he appeared in Rebels. Okay. uh, With an older... Alec Guinness, like Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah. Uh, so there's uh, which I haven't got to yet, but I saw the. Is this yeah, this is Rebels rare. here or this is Clone Wars? This is Clone. This Wars. Clone Wars. Also, he was he, the saber he ignited was that one, right? It had that. It's like, it's, it's like the one from. Uh, it's the one from Rebels. I mean, I'm it's going too Rebels. far into like oh, okay. TV shows right now, but um, yeah. So that's that's the deal with Maul. But I, I also, it was, just a cool was it the same? Inclusion. Was it the same actor? The same voice. Is it Ray Park though? It looked like a. It looked like he was CG. Just CGI. I think it was just CG with Sam Witwer as the voice actor. I'd like to know if it was right. It'd be nice if it was Ray Park and it was just dubbed by Sam. Yeah, but um, that's basically what happened in Phantom. Was Menace, he right? not? Uh, was was Gollum not that dude? Andy Circus. Andy Circus. Yeah, he was Snoke. He oh, was, that's yeah. what I'm he was Snoke. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, what was I gonna say? So was the was the monster inside the Castle Run the the yeah. mail the mail yeah, inside the, the the master run? Um, was that this thing? No. Did it <laughs> no. exist? Because when I saw it, I immediately thought kind of, of the monster like manual yeah. from Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, for you audio listeners, I'm looking at the cover to the monster manual. It's the classic, like, I Cthulhu. feel like I That's see like one in any Cthulhu. fantasy thing. Yeah, it's like the floating yeah. head Bunch with of eyes, like Doom. tentacles. Yeah, yeah. It, it was in uh, Little Trouble and t- Big Trouble, trouble in Little, trouble in little, little Vagina. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> it was like a classic monster that I was like, is that? Something that already exists in Star Wars. I couldn't make it out, to be honest. It was kind of dark. It's like a big yeah, monster. Yeah, they did it. They they purposely like ob- obscured what it looked like. Yeah. It just um, had lots of arms or legs yeah. and tons of eyeballs. Yeah, I do want to talk. I thought like the Chewbacca reveal as like this caged beast ah, they were feeding him to was really cool. I mean, was it was cool. really corny when he started speaking Wookiee to it. Yeah, like, yeah. that's yeah. super cheesy. But all, okay, but the reveal is like this monster that's supposed to eat him. It just beats the shit out of him. It was really cool, I thought. Yeah. He definitely would have had, like, collapsed lungs and internal bleeding from how he got thrown by Chewie into metal bars. Chewbacca kicks ass in this movie. He does. Yeah. I feel <laughs> like, like, like he stole the show moves and stuff. That, yeah, that was some of the coolest stuff was just, like, seeing Chewie go go ham on some people. Yeah. 
Like, there was the one guy, oh, my God, I cringed so hard when he dropped him face first. Yeah, head first. Oh, yeah, yeah. head first, like, down, straight down, and just, them. like, yeah. collapsed his spine. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> it was awesome. Did you think it was super weird that Han got all of his accessories, but Chewie didn't get his weird fucking... He didn't get his bow costume. Yeah. yeah. That yeah, that was that was uh, that was weird. Kind of. The, I was glad though, because that was yeah. one of my criticisms. Yeah, that was something you're talking about in the car. That like, I, I don't need like, every little thing happening now. I don't need his jacket to look like his jacket. I don't need. He was wearing the same boots as Han, and like, I'm like, is this? This looks like it's at least ten years before. Uh, they're saying uh, he's that a was young. The, I was the other thing I was going to ask is like, where does this fall? Because where? How old is Han supposed to be? In four. I thought he was in his 30s in four. Yeah, I think this is Early like... 30s? Is, somebody has to have said how... Luke's 19. Yeah. Right? Him and Leia are like 19. Yeah. So you would assume Hope. that Han's around that age too then. Yeah. yeah. So like, and I'd say it's about 10 years before A New Hope. Yeah. I'd say that, that he's older than them though. He's Who? older than Leia and Luke. Oh, he was... Yeah, he always yeah. was. I, th- I, I, I remember it being something like... Yeah, it, this got to be 10 years before. Oh, wow. It's already... Yeah. Okay, three hours ago... The article, how is Darth Maul alive for the Star Wars movie? Because <laughs> they gonna, go watch Clone Wars. Yeah, it's just going to recount all those things fair? that we talked about. So, oh, they're comparing the actor's age. Oh. Um, it felt like 10 years. I mean, I'm just yeah, taking yeah. a wild stab. That's a they, don't, that, they clearly assumption. don't specify. Um, well, Would you, do you, I mean, do you, I understand why they did all those things. Though. Like, give, it, give him his gun, give him his holster, give him his vest. Like, yeah. all of those things... Had to have happened for the broader audience, right? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah the absolutely. average nerd will look at that just, and be like, whoa. It's not the, not the average nerd. It's the, it's the non nerds yeah. that are watching this movie. My most hated moment, which I was going to, oh, I didn't want to tell you a lot in the car, and I said it had a, it was my Dark Knight Rises moment, is his name. I oh, fucking oh hated that. Oh, yeah. that, that was the fucking worst. <laughs> you, when they, they said the thing, you'd look down, you're just like, Oh, did you see? I, I, saw, you, I saw you mutter in your breath, motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, and the, and how flippant it was. Just what, like, what's your name? The Han. guy goes, hmm. He kind of looked, hmm. We'll call you Solo. It, yeah, it literally was. It, and, it was. And it was like, because I didn't like that Solo had now has a meaning. Because he, yeah, yeah. he goes, who are your people? I don't have any people. Solo. You're yeah. solo. <laughs> and I was like, why? Why did you do a fucking... That's the same shit that made me turn on Dark Knight Rises when that woman for no reason goes, oh, he goes, it's under my legal name. You should use your legal name, Robin. Robin. I like that. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, thank you for christening this legendary character, random Imperial officer. Yeah, seriously. I, I honestly... And it, it's it's that type of thing that I hate when, when they do these prequel type films or whatever which is I, I was half expecting and I know and they did it well I thought they did it well in the last crusade but Harrison Ford had a car accident he has a scar under his chin quite a prominent one right in in the last crusade the first time Indiana Jones cracks his whip he cuts his chin <laughs> uh, and I was like oh yeah. that's a little scar in this movie because they had done solo this and here's how the gun was made and look actually it was a rifle and we disassemble it and here you go and here's this uh, and the Millennium Falcon and all the little things they put in. I half expected someone to, like, the last fight, Paul Bettany was going to cut his chin as well. Yeah. Like, I was like, you're going to do everything in this movie. You're going you're gonna to make Han. I wouldn't be surprised if, if it ended with him sitting in, in, in Mos Eisley Spaceport. At that table. At somehow. the table. <laughs> yeah. And, and Obi-Wan gets brought over. Like, I was like, don't do that. Don't make the world that small, man. Yeah. Well, this I, entire movie was built on convenience. 
convenience chance luck and yeah all, of that. all that stuff is like like this character meets this character instantly this the you know the love of his life is on this ship he yeah, gets this yeah, he gets that yeah. he gets like it's all the most convenient plot to push just through. to get yeah. through yeah. yeah and like he's, super he's, abbreviated he's driving through a cloudy asteroid field and they plug in the robot's brain to plot a course like was yeah. it like like oh that that one thing that's missing from here got knocked off by rock but we made you to show it because it's it needs to happen you know yeah. like yeah. let's uh, let's get rid of the escape pod what yeah. happens <laughs> when I get rid of oh it looks like the old Millennium Falcon like yeah. I could have if, if if it is ten years before New Hope you could have left that and yeah. I could have gone oh he made modifications yeah that was he says the that whole as, time I was thinking that. Like he says, I've made a lot of modifications myself. You can imagine. I would have actually preferred the ship to stay as it existed and just Han tweaks it as he goes along his. Which I guess was the case with the inside of the ship was like yeah. super shiny and had like a cape closet and stuff. Who's this guy? That's that's, that's, that's Chewbacca. Uh, it's not Peter uh, Mayhew no more because he's in a wheelchair. I guess right? like in relation to the thing you're saying about him like getting all it, it just explains all his stuff and it's like okay here's all the Han Solo thingamabobbers. Was like um, Alden Ehrenreich's performance as just like he like it's like you said a whole bunch of times like he's not doing a Harrison Ford impression, no. but he like he had the essence of that character, yeah, which was really well done. I actually like I want to riff off that too, like um, Childish Gambino. Uh, Donald Glover. Donald Glover yeah. doing an impression. Do you think that was his choice? Yeah. If for like for you, if you were gonna play a character that was pre-established by another actor, would you? I'm gonna go straight for the impression. Really? That's just my thing. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go straight for that. Like if if I was given Calrissian or whatever, like I've thought about that because those are those are things that can happen, and especially with the movie industry now with remakes or reboots. Um, the first thing I'd have been doing is studying um, um, Billy uh, Billy D. You know, and 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 that's my is... jump off point is well, let me let me let me see where I can. I'm just talking out loud, but like, yeah. let me <laughs> let me see what this character's about. Let me break it down. Let me see if I can nail that, and then the story and and the new story will allow me to to take that character into new places. But I'll keep that foundation there. So you start with the impression. You start with the impression, and then you can work it back. But if you can, so and he was doing like we, you know, the hello, what have we here? He was doing Ooh. that cadence, yeah. Of, uh, yeah, a little to his voice. Orlando Calrissian. I know some of that, like mm. a couple times, that got weird for me, and it like took me out of it. I see what do- you mean though, because it was there was moments it felt forced. Yeah, there were a few moments where I was like, oh, you're straining to, to yeah. And it's like, really put that cadence. Donald Glover is an amazing actor, right? Like he's got an amazing timing, all that stuff, like comedy, everything about him is he's, he's way more talented than any one person deserves to be. (laughs) And like, he felt like it, it felt like he was taking himself out of it to do this character as opposed to just like playing Lando. I, I honestly, I really enjoyed what he did because I thought it complemented what what Alden was doing because he isn't doing Han Solo. You have to suspend your disbelief, your belief uh, that, like, sorry, suspend your disbelief that that this isn't Harrison Ford. I know everything, his haircut, his clothes, everything is telling me that this is supposed to be Harrison Ford, and it's not. And nothing Alden ever does will ever make me feel that way because it isn't, and yeah. I, I can't, I can't have that. It just doesn't compute for me. So it was nice that. I actually enjoyed the fact that Donald was doing more of an impression because at least there was something there that I could grab onto. And I was like, well, at least that feels like Lando. Like, I'm happy to have that. Yeah. I didn't need Alden to do that because he carried, because that would get old real quick if he spent the entire movie trying. Because he had more screen time? 
I get well because he was the lead. I think if he went through two hours of of really forcing a a Harrison Ford talking at the back of your mouth. Also, I was ha- Lando's older than Han in this because mm-hmm. he's calling him kid. So I felt like it was okay that Lando could be a bit more fully formed mm. and be a bit closer to his his older yeah. version than Har- than than Han needed to be. Yeah, the way you just describe um, like Lando's voice is something you can grab onto. I felt that way kind of about just like the world in this movie because you like you got all these familiar characters and stuff who are great, but then it's like okay, they're in the Star Wars universe during this certain time period where it's like. In all the other movies, like the fight between like the rebels and the empire is always like that's like the focal point. But in this, it's like kind of a cool backdrop. It's like oh, this is a environment where the empire is in charge, and it's just kind of like a thing that exists there. Oh, I thought it was pretty funny where uh, there was like the recruitment center in the beginning with like the little oh, the hologram and yeah. advertisement, and it was playing the Imperial, uh, March. Imperial, Imperial March. March, but like like a major yeah, version. Yeah, it was like, it was, yeah, it was like it was an elevator version. music version yeah. of it. It was like it was more like it was more like uh, like exciting and tr- like positive mm-hmm. and stuff. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, what did you guys like? Can you what can you think of as like your number one thing that you just didn't like? The name thing really disliked. I mean, for the for you, it's. The naming of Solo, right? For me, it was uh, the starting of the rebellion at the end. Where it was just oh, like, yeah. Yeah. we get it. Yeah, we understand. Please stop. Yeah, like it could have just gone to him playing cars with Lando at the end. Yeah, we didn't need that. Fine with yeah. it. Yeah, you're right. Um, but I think that, the, it, I th- that's the same idea, though, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, everything like, has yeah, to just be in this thing, yeah. and you all, don't everything's have to fucking everything and, together. Yeah. I guess Star Wars. What did you not like? I, I think for me, the the like how conveniently everything fit together was felt felt like the movie was abbreviated in a way that didn't need to feel because like it wasn't like they were skipping a bunch of time that was happening, but like everything felt like they were trying to slam way too much information too quickly, and I don't even know how long the movie was. It didn't. I didn't feel like it was too long or anything, no. but. But like, I also didn't feel like it went. Oh, by there's the really thing quick. that Beckett was wearing. Oh, yeah, God, yeah. They didn't even put <laughs> yeah. that in. They put, oh my they God. put fucking everything in. Like there. Return of the Jedi is 20 years away, but here's his his just in case. This is his yeah. alternate costume already in his Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Also, like, what the fuck happened to Woody Har- Harrelson's face? That's how it's always looked. But like, that's what it is, yeah. I mean, like that dude, he he must have seen some shit in like the recently, like in the last 10 or 15 years, because like something's wrong with the way his mouth connects to the rest of his head. <laughs> I think he actually he embalmed himself so that he could be preserved longer. Oh my god. So I uh, I I have something that bothered me actually. And this is weird to this is difficult to explain, but I had the same problem in Last Jedi and I don't think anyone can fix it. When Benicio popped up, I love Benicio del Toro, but the entire time I was so aware that I was watching Benicio del Toro. Mm. I think there's a particular way you cast a Star Wars movie for me. Mm-hmm. Um where when Benicio popped up, I was like, Benicio del Toro. Yeah. And it never went. And the same was yeah. for Amelia Clark. I was like, Daenerys. Yeah, oh, is that who Paul, she is? Paul Bettany. It just stayed with me. Woody Harrelson. Paul I was Bettany, like, oh, I was like, oh, fuck visions in this movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, but like, you was like, oh, Han, Lando, Chewie, and Woody Harrelson. Like, it's still, <laughs> he never blended for me. Yeah, like, I never I just totally invested that. in that. I, something, I don't know. And I don't know why that, I don't know what you can do. Because even Liam Neeson, when he appeared, maybe I was a bit younger, but I wasn't like, oh my God, Schindler's List. Like, yeah. he just, I don't know what it was. He kind of just looked. 
Amelia Clark and Woody Harrelson looked like their normal selves, mm -hmm. as did Benicio. Except but isn't, for stutter. Isn't that, doesn't she have like like platinum blonde hair? In no, in the in Game of Thrones, but that's not Amelia's normal hair is a right. brunette. But yeah. but like no, but I just meant like they just. There's nothing alien about them. There's no crazy. Yeah, it kind of takes you out of it a little bit because there's like it's just like this is something that exists in other things, like for sure. Yeah, it's... and they were just kind of playing themselves. Yeah. like they weren't. Sam Jackson right. stood out like a motherfucker <laughs> when I watched when he when he joined the prequels, and we mm -hmm. all knew it. We were like Sam Jackson. It's not Mace Windu. Sam Jackson. Uh, it, to me, it, there's, there's there's certain casting that just like punches me in the face with Star Wars, and I'm a bit like, yeah. I mean, does that happen in other movies for you? No, like, is it is it only because of the franchise that Star Star Wars is? Yes, maybe it's an unfair. <laughs> oh my god, that's Jedi power battles. <laughs> oh, oh the my fucking, god! The oh, fucking god. Master, the masters, the masters, just Terracotta thing. We all laughed. <laughs> yeah. We were the only ones in the audience that laughed, awful. and I was like, oh, it's fucking gamers they made laughing. Terracotta <laughs> reference. Oh I my god! It. What are you guys talking about? This video game. This it's game. a shit a, ass a, a, a beater. Yeah, it's a, a shit ass fighting old game. fighting game. But what what was the reference in the movie? She um, said that she'd learned to fight um, from taught her Terracasai or whatever. Yeah, oh. masters of Terracasai. I don't know how to spell it. Terracasi. I always say Terracasi. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you guys are nerds. That's yeah. such an amazing reference. I was almost like, why would they reference arguably one of the worst? <laughs> And I kind of respected the that they would do that. Just like they yeah. gave a shout out to the Masters worst. Of. Just like a very strange kind of goofy reference. Taris Kasai. Ah, uh, yes. Even like Combent. Even Com like uh, yeah. at the end when Paul Bettany offers them some colo clawfish. That's uh, one of the monsters in Phantom Menace that attacks the bongo when yeah. they're underwater. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I was like uh, sitting there kind of red faced <laughs> when I understood what he was mentioning. I was thinking that the like when we went up into the ship and the singer started, there was the, <laughs> was there was the frog in the tank. You, yeah. cracked, you cracked up. Well, I, I was thinking like, oh, it's like one of the things that Jabba eats. Um, and then it started going, hey, yeah. I noticed something about John because I've never seen a movie with you. But if there is a a surreal Rick and Morty-esque alien, you laugh. Yeah. Like, it really tickles you, the character <laughs> design or puppet, whatever yeah, it is. It's, uh, there's a lot of visual and auditory stuff that just gets me for some reason. I, I mean, like you. yeah, like, weirdly absurd that little thing was. Yeah, but, like, that kind of fits to the, the lore. <laughs> but of that's really a perfect <laughs> joke to me. Yeah. Like, that's when you, you take that ridiculousness of the alien in the, in the glass. Mm -hmm. Like, that's funny. When you do... Real gags like the the Poe Dameron, uh, I'm holding holding on the phone oh, for yeah. your mum. When you do that in Star Wars, I'm like, oh my god! Don't when like, you're like telling jokes. They did one in this. There was a, a by the numbers joke, and what was it? Was it with Lando? I don't remember. Was it them talking about him fancying her? Stuff that with like conversation oh, in the cockpit about she loves. She's like, it's well, just the, us. The robot. Never, yeah. Oh yeah. She's like, how does it work? She's like, oh. And it works. It works. <laughs> yeah. Um, it just feels a bit weird when, yeah. If we're talking about things that we did like in the movie, I really liked uh, L337, the droid. Leet. That Phoebe Waller. I don't know if, you guys, oh I don't know if that was plays. intentional, but her like, Leet. Codename is Leet. 
Luckily, they never call her that in the movie. Yeah. Thank goodness. But she was really... (laughs) The fucking snake monster in the beginning, too. (laughs) Old lady snake monster. I found really funny. Yeah, when she popped up, it's like, oh, what voice is this going to be? She goes, what are you doing? You (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There's a lot of great, like, aliens and stuff in this movie. Yeah, that's something I I really liked. Uh, Like, all the different, uh, yeah, species. Lots of practical as well. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Like, a ton of it. Yeah. I saw in this featurette where when they introduced uh, Woody Harrelson, he was on the battlefield flipping his yeah, guns yeah. around and shooting. It was like, like well, who's that guy? <laughs> Why is that happening? Um, he does oh, that a lot during the whole movie. Yeah. So, so that made – once it went and he, it was something he did, but like when it was – it was like that – no one would ever do that in the middle of a battle. Um, I love the design of these, uh, of like the, the pirates, yeah. the marauders. Yeah. These little things coming off of their head, like very it's like magic. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They You're show up on all their very bikes and stuff shit. and try to like, hijack a train. It was very, very cool. There's a lot of cool, like kind of like Western-inspired stuff in this movie, like train heists and like desert standoffs and mm-hmm. things like that. Woody Harrelson twirling all his guns and stuff. Yeah, the action oh, was awesome. good. There's a lot of cool action in this movie. It was, it was yeah. good. I was, I was, I was happy with the Kessel Run. You know, like yeah. mm-hmm. that's kind of lore the castle run yeah. and i enjoyed how they told that story and what what needed to be achieved in order to like that was a good i don't know i'm happy when i watch the original um trilogy and the castle run comes up again when harrison ford says it i will recall a fond memory yeah. of that mm-hmm. moment it didn't shit on it yeah it's like because when he when he mentioned that in a new hope it's like castle run that sounds kind of cool i wonder what that is and this is like, oh, it's something kind of rad. Do you do you not? Are you not bummed though that that like, that like, really obscure lore thing that was the thi- like it didn't it was never really meant anything before this, mm-hmm. and now it has like a very specific meaning. Does that not take away from it for you? It it can with certain things, yeah. I think. But like, it was so the cool. name will take away now, forever. Like, and it's almost like, and that's where I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> like fuck you forever because whenever I watch the original trilogy and someone says Solo I'm going to be like he has no people so, uh, yeah. and I'm like that's the shit that fucks me off yeah like alright I saw what the Kessel Run was alright cool yeah and that that throwaway, uh, throwaway line was ruined for me anyway because I think I found out that a, a parsec is a measure yeah. Of that's the, that's distance, the classic not nerd. Time. Yeah, the nerd yeah. comeback. So it's is, wrong. It doesn't yeah. make sense that's, in its well, context, right? It's interesting because that's an actual. Uh, that's the thing that happens with leagues. Twenty thousand leagues under the sea is not about how deep they are. It's about how far they traveled under the sea. A league is a measure of distance, not depth. Yeah. So it's actually interesting. I don't. I don't think it was planned. It's just something that a coincidence hmm. that. Happened also with parsecs that people thought parsecs was it's, time. Where it's, it's it seems like very clear in this movie. It's like, oh, they took a shorter route than was possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they like they like explain it away with that. Yeah, where they yeah, don't actually say, they don't say it. it. They don't say it out loud. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we actually took a shortcut. Yeah. to make it a shorter run as opposed to having to do the whole tunnel. So now yeah. the line makes sense. Yeah, right? now the line I did makes it, sense. I did it in twelve parsecs, which is I. I did it in the shortest way possible. Yeah. Well, I didn't I didn't take the known route, the known safe route. Yeah. It's 12 if you round down. Right? <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I liked that. I always I, – I think that's something that they do well with uh, Chewy where like uh, Solo's response will explain like a quip. Yeah, like you can Chewie put makes. together in your head what yeah. Chewy said, which they did a lot of in this movie. Wait, did Chewy cool. ever get subtitles? Because that's mm. wrong. Only, as long as only, only, Harry, only when as, he was speaking uh, – 
Chewie back, whatever yeah. Chewbacca only, language only, uh, So it was I only subtitles on when Han spoke to Chewie. Yeah. Yeah. Chewie no, never had the subtitle. I, think, I, I mean, I could be wrong, but I do remember Chewie having subtitles back to Han. I think I think I think it was it was only when Han was talking and then Chewie would kind of react and then Han would say something because the subtitles were always like he was saying something wrong. Yeah, and it was always broken. Yeah, like Like, like I have escape or like I have breakout plan or something. (laughs) Yeah, Um, break big metal pull. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, Yeah. maybe I was just I'm misremembering. Yeah, it was obviously yeah, it was pretty fast because I guess by the time Chewie's responded, you still have I don't know, but as long as they didn't subtitle Chewie. Yeah, I don't think they did. A lot of good Chewie moments. In this movie, yeah. What did you think of Paul Bettany as the villain? I, I liked him. Yeah, he did. Like, yeah. he was like fun to watch because he seemed kind of like he was like scary because the first thing you do, you see him doing, is murdering a dude, and it's like okay, well, well, yeah, he's pretty see, unhinged. Yeah, you see the like the remnants of it. Do you actually see him kill him? I don't remember. I feel like well, the dude's like, 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 just like, like pulling yeah. away. Or, the knife. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. But uh, like, he was just kind of like acted all friendly and stuff, and it kind of just made me nervous the whole time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, it's, he was very. Everything they did with him, it, it, everything felt very on edge. Like you didn't know if he was about to just kill everyone, and I, I think they did a really good job of that. Um, yeah, I heard somebody gasp at the Mandalorian armor in the I background. Saw that. I was yeah. going to ask you all it the shit like that's Boba. in his room. There's got to be a lot of like hidden bullshit in there. Oh, absolutely. I, I saw the the Boba Fett. Yeah, I didn't. Thing. I didn't see that. But he had Mandalorian. It was like yeah. red. It looked like the shadow of Boba Fett. Yeah, the and then what time. was that giant skull? It's like a big, like yeah, it looked yeah. like a crystal skull looking thing in the background. Oh, yeah, sure maybe it was the crystal of skull yeah, from yeah, Indiana, Indiana Jones. Jones. Um, I, I, my prediction, by the way, with the mall thing, is that's them establishing more in the movies, in order to have him in the Obi Wan movie. Wait, I thought he died. Oh, in the Obi Wan. Okay, I think that because they they are doing an Obi Wan movie. Because I thought he died in the series. Uh, is well, Rebels? Jacob, Jacob told me before he, that he Rebels dies. He, he dies twice in yeah, the cartoons, oh, right? So how is he still? Oh, I think it's just like. Well, hold on. No, that will work because Obi Wan's really old in, in Rebels. Rebels. Yeah. So this is before oh, Rebels. Oh, okay. Yeah. Rebels takes place like after or like closer to A New Hope. Yeah. Then this does. Then this so does. maybe okay. in the movie world, it doesn't. If yeah. So we saw maybe the end of Maul, but then that's shit yeah. for Obi-Wan's movie because then he can't kill him. Well, do you- Oh, that that's a good way of establishing the timeline between this movie and 4. Because because Obi-Wan's movie will end with him settling down on Tatooine. Well, like yeah, if 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 Darth Maul survives until this point where Obi-Wan is old. Yeah. Then you can see that like there's actually a lot a lot of shit will happen between Oh the yeah, end then of he can movie. still be alive during whenever yeah. Obi-Wan is doing his movie time. But I guess we'll see. That dude is tall as fuck. That's Chewy. Junus. Jeez. I think his name is. He is enormous. And but he's young and spry. He'll yeah. be able to be Chewy in the next 400 movies. Yeah. That, that's so strange in Force Awakens. Like, Peter Mayhew is in this movie. It's like, he can barely walk. He's only, like, yeah. sitting down in some of these He's just scenes. doing a few head things. <laughs> yeah. Do you think he was still doing the voice? Who, I, mean, I don't know who does the voice. I think that's probably that's, probably, that's, 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 that was probably right? some like, it's like uh, bears and walruses and bear lions and, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, all sorts of things. And like a a Lucas Arts sound designer. Yeah, it's not Alden Ehrenreich going <laughs> <laughs> subtitles. <laughs> Where would you, out of the Disney movies, rank this one? So we've right had four above Disney Little Mermaid. Movies. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> four Disney Star Wars. Where would you rank them? 
Hmm, that's a tough one. I can do it. I'd actually it. put this at the top, I think. I'd uh, put, yeah. I, I mean, I enjoyed 7 and 8. I didn't love them. Rogue One was really fun. Uh, but as I told you guys, I, I've had bad viewing experiences yeah. every time. I need to watch it on my own TV. Um, I want you to watch it with the dude who sat behind you. Oh, yeah. Han <laughs> shot first during Rogue One. Oh, what wow, the what Boffins. <laughs> oh, Grand Moff Tarkin. He's I'm, back. He's I'm alive. Gonna, I'm going to go Rogue One, Solo, Force Awakens, Last Jedi. Mm. Oh, f- starting with your favorite. I actually, I don't, I don't have enough love for all of this stuff to rank them that way. Hmm. Like, yeah. I, I enjoyed, I've enjoyed all of the ones, all of the new ones I've seen. I, again, I haven't seen eight. So, like... They're all pretty good to me. I don't know. Yeah, I have the same kind of dilemma because it feels like seven and eight are kind of like in a different category being like saga movies. But man, but this one was still like lighthearted and fun. Like there's some really cool stuff in Rogue One. Like the whole third act is insane and I love it. Yeah. But didn't this feel more Star Wars OT than I will say this felt fun. Like I felt like a kid again. Yeah, yeah. This Mm -hmm. like it felt like a Star Wars movie, but like a a different kind of Star Wars movie, which was which was amazing. Like it was just it felt like it was in that universe. And like I felt that way with Force Awakens, too. But that was like probably more just nostalgia stuff. The problem with Force Awakens, though, is for me, The Last Jedi hurts my viewing of The Force Awakens now because it a lot of what The Force Awakens sets up and questions it asks and hype it builds kind of got shot on for Unless me in the rug's last getting pulled out. Yeah. Once you realize that doesn't amount to anything, that's horse shit. That doesn't work. <laughs> He's dead. That happens. Like, and you go back and watch I watched The Force Awakens recently. It doesn't have the same effect. Mm-hmm. It hurts. It's, it, that makes sense. Because otherwise, you know, this could have been tied with Force Awakens, but nope. Not as it stands now. Uh, so I guess the next anthology movie is going to be Boba Fett, which they announced earlier today. Um, really? Is I've been, that, and I've is been that so waiting for this announcement. Today? We can yeah, finally talk about it. They announced the director today, which is James Mangold, who directed The Wolverine and Logan. Um, wait, he did The Wolverine as well? What's The Wolverine? That's the That's one the, in Japan. That's the Japan one, yeah. yeah. That's the one so that before was pretty, Logan, right? Pretty good. It's okay. Yeah. Well, oh, is that the one that ended with the giant metal samurai Oh, yeah, robot? then there's that part. Yeah, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't like that one. Um, I loved Logan, though. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to start prepping my Kiwi. For uh, to play Boba Fett now. There you go. I can finally talk about it now that it's announced. <laughs> I am playing Boba Fett. So film house. <laughs> Do your young Daniel Logan Boba Fett um, impression. Always a pleasure to meet you, Jedi. Well, that's like Tamora Morrison. That's co- that's good. But oh. I was I'm like, get him, Dad, get him. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fire! Fire! <laughs> <laughs> um, we got him. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, I want to thank you for uh, staying with me and. Having this fun old talk about this fun old movie. It's a great movie. Go see it. It's a great movie. Go see it. I'm actually now going to let myself get excited about this Boba Fett movie because of how much I liked this. No, you've still got nine to go first. Nine's the next one. Yeah, Boba Fett's not going to be for like seven years or something. I mean, what do you mean seven years? Isn't it supposed to be every other year? No, it's 2020. 2020. 2020. Where are we now? 2018. They're going to have this movie ready in two Two years. years. Uh, Obi-Wan. It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be. Big movie, small movie, big movie. Small so, movie. Uh, f- oh, so saga franchise, saga franchise. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I feel like they do Obi Wan before Boba Fett because they've been talking about that one more recently. Uh, I don't I just, know. I don't you don't so. think so? No. Oh boy. Guess All we'll right. find out. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks for thanks for talking with me.
Thank you. And just remind you, this episode is brought to you by Lease Mattress. Thank you, Lease Mattress. And uh, you guys, seriously, I mean, if you've listened this far, either you've already seen Solo or you're uh, a sadist uh, because it's great and you should go see it. And sorry if we spoiled everything for you. All right. We warned you. Have, that, that have dude, a good weekend. That dude looks way different with short hair than he does in the movie. To Alden Aaron, right? What? Yeah. Who are you talking about? Like, go earlier in this uh, clip. I think this might bring back curtains, you know? Look at oh, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Han Solo looks different with short hair. All right. Bye, everybody. <laughs> oh, we're still going?